This is the long-awaited return of the Video Insiders podcast. I'm Carlos Pacheco. And I'm Dennis Crushel. What? Who, who's who's Dennis Crushel? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank so, you, Carlos, for having me on board. Um, my name is Dennis Crushel, and I've been uh, in the online video space uh, in many different companies the last 20 years or so. And uh, my initial background was as at Google YouTube for... Yeah, how many years was that? It was about eight years I did there. Then I was at Tubular Labs for five years. And uh, now I'm at a company called Precise TV as the chief commercial officer. And uh, yeah, I was a big fan of the podcast. And thank you, Carlos, for inviting me on. Okay, so just to let you guys know, we'll let everybody know, uh, Dennis was actually on the show uh, uh, way, way back in April 2020, um, back when he was still at Tubular Labs. So those who are new to the show, I'm Carlos Pacheco. I'm actually a director of operations at uh, a company in Canada called Just for Laughs. And I used to work there many, many years ago where I basically set up their YouTube channel um, uh, YouTube channel ecosystem and have worked in the in the space for a very long time. But I came back during the pandemic to help them on their OTT uh, side of things because, you know, the experience I had on YouTube sort of like married itself well into the distribution side of things. And I'm having fun learning this the fast channel ecosystem and all that sort of stuff. So that's a little bit of about us. So let's talk about um, right into like what's happening, how come, you know, we're rebooting the show. So uh, for those who were here before, I used to do this show with Tom Martin, who's a fellow YouTube strategist and he, you know, we did it for many years and, you know, after a while we sort of got a little bit burnt out by it and Tom's doing his own thing right now and he's building his own YouTube channels, which is great. You know, we've been working in this space so long, we never built our own channels and Tom's decided to do that for himself. And, you know, the podcast thing wasn't uh, as important for him and, you know, life got busy, the pandemic got <laughs> in the way and uh, we all just focused on uh, family work and all that sort of stuff. Now, you know, it's been a couple of years and I'm feeling the itch uh, of talking a little bit more, uh, maybe not as frequently. Uh, we're thinking we're going to do this podcast uh, once a month just to give us space. One of the biggest issues I had with the podcast is I felt that things got repetitive fairly quickly by doing uh, a podcast every couple of weeks or every week, you know, just end up talking about the same thing over and over and over again. And I wanted to sort of find ways to, or give us space so that we can find things to discuss, what's happening in the news, people to talk to, all that sort of stuff. So this is the planned reboot of the show. This will be a quick, short episode. Uh, we won't get too deep into things, but we're looking at how we're going to upgrade the show, what we're going to change. Maybe we're going to change the name. We'll figure it out. The issue, the, it's not that the name is bad, it's just that there's actually another podcast called <laughs> the Video Insiders Podcast. So we kind of want to find something a little bit different. So we'll take it. We'll take it from there. So, uh, Dennis, um, what's let's let's get into you know what's happening right now, and uh, the reason we wanted to sort of launch the show at this time was basically you know as of 
two weeks ago, uh, Shorts, which has been a monster uh, format for YouTube's war against TikTok, has joined the partner program on YouTube. And the creators are rolling in the dough. <laughs> I'm being sarcastic here. What are you seeing, Dennis? I'm seeing things. I'm seeing things on channels I have access to, friends that let me, you know, look at their channels and give them advice. And um, I see people post online, but I'd like to hear your perspective, Dennis. Yeah, yeah, great. I think um, I think it's fascinating seeing what YouTube have done with YouTube Shorts. Um, like, it's fascinating, actually, if you look at something like ChatGPT right now, where they're acting really quickly. <laughs> I think with TikTok, they acted quite quickly, but not too quickly. But in the last well, maybe eight, 10 months or something, YouTube Shorts have been around. I think they did a good job of setting it up and giving it a lot of viewership um, because I'm sure that's hard for YouTube to push a lot of those audiences into um, not as well monetized areas of the platform, but they did a good job there. So so what I've heard in the last two weeks or seen, I think I've seen that, um, yeah, YouTube Shorts is absolutely massive. I've seen that in Tubular Labs data. It's it's big. And yeah, I'm, I'm estimating maybe, maybe what is it, maybe 10 to 30% of overall kind of views anyway, even though a YouTube Shorts view will definitely not be equal to a longer form view. And I think, yeah, I think they've gotten good hype around it. They've gotten creators very excited about the monetization stuff. I have seen on LinkedIn mostly, which is a platform I'm on a lot, I see people talking about their RPMs, and that's interesting. I, I see kind of mixed opinions of that. And mostly it's actually like positive, uh, where it's more people in the industry talking about it had to start somewhere. And I've seen people refer back to when the YouTube partnership program opened up in... 2008 or nine or something probably barely started opening up or maybe it was later and referring back to the RPMs then and how they were similar. So yeah, it seems like people are happy. I think it's a great, um, it's a great effort to get creators on board, especially when it seems like creators are not as happy with ad monetization on TikTok, which is very little. Um, so yeah, that's kind of everything I've seen. But what about you, Carlos? Well, I mean, for me, uh, obviously, I've seen the same uh, both directly and uh, indirectly the monetization uh, scale. So right now, meaning that you know the RPMs are abysmal. You know, they go two cents to eight cents. I think eight cents is probably the um, the, the highest I've heard about it. And you know, again, I, I've always you know there's always complainers in this space. But I I totally agree with you. Like it, it has to start somewhere. And uh, one of the biggest questions, and again, you and me have a, sort of similar backgrounds in terms of like I spent many years in advertising. I used to yeah. buy advertising. Google Ads was my thing. You know, one of the main questions I had about all these people complaining about RPMs is like, does anybody actually know how to put ads on YouTube Shorts? Because at this point there's no direct way to do it from what I know. Again, I'm not day-to-day -day into Google ads, but you know, you're in an ad business. Precise yeah. TV is about you know uh, optimizing for ads. Has Google been educating or 
giving any advertisers sort of insights on how to do this? Yeah, um, it's interesting to hear two cents to eight cents. That's that's tough, isn't it? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, it's building over time. But I think, yeah, from what we've seen, uh, Precise TV, and uh, we specialize in like contextual advertising on YouTube um, to drive performance, brand safety, suitability, and uh, all of that. And with what we've seen is, yeah, that shorts has opened up for monetization. I think they've done initially a good job of like the existing ads that are in Google ads and DV360 and all these places, like funneling some of that those ads into YouTube shorts. But I think in terms of um, vertical video and making sure that like people are actually uploading vertical video and trying to place them only in YouTube shorts. That's not quite there yet. There's like a lot of horizontal and vertical showing in YouTube shorts, or it's unclear kind of how you can exactly target YouTube shorts. So there's many different ad formats on YouTube, like video for action, um, video in stream, uh, non-skip, skip, Mm-hmm. And and in feed, so there's there's actually quite a few video formats when it comes to YouTube video mm-hmm. products, and not all of them are uh, opened up or allowed you like the setting only to advertise to YouTube Shorts. It's kind of more like uh, YouTube Shorts is somewhere in that ad product, as are other placements. So yeah, from from my personal perspective. And uh, there, there's a lot of hype from advertisers. Like I think there's a lot of there's a lot of advertisers doing a lot of stuff on TikTok. That would be very easy just to bring straight onto the YouTube Shorts uh, and gain additional reach. Um, so I think Google's getting there, but it's not yet um, like something for us. We would love to contextually advertise it. That's that's not yet an option, uh, which we would love that to be an option, but it's not an option yet. I think one of the things that YouTube or Google is going to learn in the next foreseeable years uh, as they try to monetize this is that they can't just, you know, uh, use the same formats that they've been using for the past, uh, you know, 10, 15 years, right? Um, you know, yes, there'll be, uh, I, I see it as three, almost three different type of buckets of content, monetization ways. And this is me just spitballing, right? Obviously, there's the programmatic way of doing it, which is, and again, the ad formats and making sure ads yeah. run at beginning and at the end, right? Uh, you know, sort of, I sort of want to step back a bit, but people have to realize that shorts monetization right now, like they can only put an ad in front and in the back. They can't put an ad in the middle, right? And they can't make those ads too long. So obviously, compared to a normal YouTube video, that doesn't give a lot of space for advertisers. So obviously, they're not going to spend a lot of money and the, the CPMs are not going to be high. So that explains a little bit of, you know, why we're seeing low, low RPMs. But I think one of the things that YouTube's going to have to look into is uh, diversifying the type of ads that they run or the type of monetization they, they, they give access to creators. The programmatic one, which is sort of hands-off, a little bit more dynamic in the... Um, the way shorts is displayed, right? Like you think of like, you know, the little, when, when somebody runs a, prom- a hashtag promotion on Twitter, right. And they do a hashtag promotion. And when you, you use can that do hashtag, that on TikTok as well, 
Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, and and then uh, a little icon appears next to the hashtag, right? Mm. And and that's a sponsored icon, right? Those types of like integra- you know, dynamic uh, integrations are going to need to be part of Shorts to diversify the monetization mm. side of things. Uh, additionally, is the big money that's going to TikTok right now is in you know partner um, sort of like collaborations, right, with brands. Yeah, and YouTube has been a horrible partner in that side of things over the years. They've tried, but they've done a really bad job of it because it it's just not a, you know, th- they're a machine. I always consider, and you were there, so obviously you <laughs> you have a little bit of, of, a, of a perspective, but, it, you know, Google is a machine, right? They like to build tools. They build tools, you figure it out, you use it, and that's it, right? And, and, and they want it to scale. And creator collaborations with brands is a very hard business to scale because mm. it's very sort of yeah. like, you know, uh, engaged and you have to deal with the, the creator, you have to deal with the brand, yeah. you have to deal with everything in between. So that's always been a problematic space. And I think there'll be, obviously, there'll be a lot of startups. I mean, there's already, you know, hundreds, uh, hundreds of companies out there who help you do monetization on, on, uh, on your content, but the problem with dealing with an outside firm is that Google doesn't get a cut, so they're not they're not too happy with that side of things, right? So they're gonna have to find a way to get a cut or be in between that that situation. That's my sort of like tinfoil. I would so I say like my tinfoil hat mm. sort of like prediction of like what needs to happen in the ecosystem for them to, um, you know. Uh, and then there's like you know other things like you know sponsorships, tipping. Yeah, you know all those sort of create sort of direct uh, monetization things that they're, they're going to have to come up with. They're going to have to integrate to really diversify the monetization of that ecosystem. Anything you else you can think of, Dennis? I think with the the point you mentioned earlier about like ad load, where you were saying you can't put an ad before after the video, uh, but it's in the feed, so it's in the middle of a lot of shorts, like. If you think about YouTube when it first started, when they first introduced advertising, like that, the ad load wasn't that high then either, right? So I think with shorts, it's kind of a balancing act. They want to make sure they get the big audience and not overload adverts, and as well, while people get used to those adverts. Um, so I think that's one thing. I think the brand integrations piece, yeah, I think. I think, and from being at Google, when like influencers was becoming much of a bigger thing, um, like, yeah, well, I'm just trying to think of the years. Like, I guess influencers really on YouTube kind of 2012 to 15, it started getting, getting a lot of traction. And the, that was kind of new to YouTube, right? While TikTok actually have an advantage. Their platform started when influencers were absolutely massive already and uh-huh. the the platform also was tr- was leaning into influencers tiktok like if you uh-huh. think about youtube it was like trying to get media companies on board next thing these influencers are happening oh let's go all in with influencers more so yep. recently so i think with tiktok um yeah i think with tiktok they've had to like from the very start think about like boosting content from creators more so than maybe YouTube did initially where YouTube had built this ad monetization machine, uh, which now TikTok's probably trying to catch up on. So yeah, I think, I think it's very interesting times and uh, yeah, I think TikTok in fairness to TikTok, I think they've done a great job of like 
um, making sure that they're integrating influencers with ads. But what was their slogan? Make TikToks, not ads. Like they've, they've been pretty good at that. Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting to see how, um, you know, out of YouTube, uh, sorry, Google as a company, I say Google, but Alphabet, whatever, you know, whatever they want to call themselves at the moment, um, have been notoriously bad at, you know, sort of adjusting to their clientele or their user base with most of their products. YouTube's sort of the exception where they've done a good job of just like shifting gears and just following the trends and saying, okay, people are into this. Let's, let's adopt this. When Twitch was blowing up, they started to switch things up and making, yeah. you know, a little bit more friendly for gamers. And I think at the end of the day, like, you know, many years in Twitch is, is, is not what it used to be. And YouTube's mm. doing still extremely well on gaming. I see the sort of the same thing right now with shorts. Yes, TikTok's been on a tear for many years, but YouTube is likely the, and again, I don't have real data in front of me, but you know the news uh, cycle and the numbers keep going up uh, substantially. Yeah, uh, I think the last I saw was 50 billion views a month, something like that. I'll try to put a link in the description that I, I saw. They're doing a good job of sort of recapturing that, that audience yeah. And, and taking it, taking the momentum away from TikTok, uh, and I think the monetization side of things is one of the key key factors that's going to happen if they they're able to, you know, as you said, I totally agree. Like they can't just super load it with ads right right off the bat. Yeah. They have to sort of like uh, drip it into it. Yeah. So the slow boil, you know, flo frog frog in a in a in a boil yeah. <laughs> in yeah. a pan type but, of situation, but, right? But I think one thing with TikTok in the US, if we just take the US market. I still think TikTok is about like um, half to a third the size of YouTube from stats mm. I've seen before. So like there's a lot of people who are kind of experiencing this short video type um, TikTok-esque for the first mm -hmm. time on YouTube when they were already on YouTube. So they're doing a good job of recapturing that. But yeah. I, I think it's fascinating though hearing in the US press about will TikTok get banned or not? And that's also a big thing, right? And all these balloons aren't helping, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. That's that's causing a little bit of a fear because the last thing you want is to be a creator who put all their eggs in one basket and you know TikTok was is a thing and uh all of a sudden TikTok gets, yeah. gets banned in in the biggest most lucrative market, one of its biggest lucrative markets and uh so you know anybody that's you know half a decent or half a s smart creator right now needs to be mm. diversifying and, and doing across the board even even god forbid use you know instagram reels yeah why'd you say god forbid instagram <laughs> reels is it is there negative connotations with it i just you know i'm condition? not a big fan of you know how oh, really? Of, of of meta uh, meta and, okay. and that's just that system as well i mean they've done a you know again uh, don't want to get into that space too far but like you know just with the monetization side of things you know they they came off the gate a slightly strong a couple of years ago and have just completely fallen off the face of the earth in terms of like even making an effort to help creators monetize oh, their really? content yeah like no i don't see anybody sort of like Hmm. boasting about it i see revenues going down and there's no effort to sort of like really work with creators uh, on that side of things at least in my you know sort of uh, ecosystem or my wow. network of friends yeah. i don't hear them talk so you know 
yeah, they get, they're still there, but obviously, you know, Instagram has turned into a all dressed pizza type of service, whatever they put, whatever on it. They've turned it into, you know, yeah. it is what it is. We won't get into it, but uh, yeah. I, I, I the, the, you know, I complain about it, but I still fall into the black hole of like scrolling through reels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like shorts is ongoing. It's, it's just getting started. Right. So yeah. I fall into this, like, again, it's like, I've, I've done my best to avoid TikTok just because I'm old and I just didn't want to get into that and feel like it's one of those things where I've been in this space so long that I've used to be early adopter to everything. Right. Yeah. But when TikTok hit for some reason, they just didn't, I just felt like, oh man, I can't handle another one. Like, I just don't want to deal with another thing. And I just stopped and I just st stayed there and I avoided it. And, you know, then all the things happen with TikTok. This is a sort of personal anecdote. But, you know, with, with YouTube, I sort of embraced it a little bit more. But I think I was a bit biased because I've been working on YouTube for a long time. So, yeah. you know, I wanted to adopt it more and make sure that that platform survives because I knew I have a lot of friends, a lot of colleagues work in the space, and I want to support it. Whereas TikTok does have a partner program, but it's peanuts, right? At the end of the day. So um, that's where we're at. Well, one question for you about TikTok. What um what kind of RPMs do you think people are seeing there? Is it similar two to eight cents or? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen them. I've yeah. seen two two to eight cents. Okay. So yeah, it's 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 all it's all across the board. Yeah. Everybody was sort of like, yeah, let's look into it. Like you know, February third. It's like let's see what's happening. Mm -hmm. They're looking like, okay, that's kind of low. And then yeah. you know, keep let's wait. And then nope. And then it, and then yeah. What's crazy about being successful on shorts right now is that it completely drops your your average rpm across the channel right mm. <laughs> because you know all of a sudden you're getting a heck ton of views on on shorts with that aren't monetized so the average rpm drops significantly yeah <laughs> and yeah. you're like what's happening and then you realize oh it's shorts you know one thing though and i've seen in youtube channels you know where there's like rpm so revenue per thousand impressions, is that impressions when it loads an ad every time? Or is that for a thousand of your views? Do you know? You know what I mean? The slight difference? The load between the the, the, the views? So I'm saying like, uh, sometimes you look Dude, at you, your... you're the one who worked at YouTube, man. <laughs> yeah, I, but I remember in YouTube analytics, you could look at a report where it was literally like your RPM which I think yeah. is just like average all of your That's your revenue. That's what you're making in your pocket. There's yeah, the CPM yeah, yeah. and then the RPM, right? Yeah, but the RPM um, is, is I think, from memory, is like averaging across all of your views. Yes. But not all those views will be monetized. Exactly. So, yes. And I'm just wondering, in the reporting, you, you, you can do this with the main YouTube ads where you can look at, okay, like it basically can kind of show your fill rate of like yep. how many so is there like fill rates like that as well for um shorts or maybe they don't expose it no uh, it's, it's it's a little bit of a black hole right now i haven't actually d deep dived into that but i'm sure there'll be yeah uh yeah i totally get the fill rate the difference obviously if you, if you look at, at rpms on only monetized yeah. content your rpms are amazing yeah You're like, because Whoa. And the reason i bring this up is like i've um like i've seen tiktok cpms are kind of anywhere from like to buy ads on tiktok costs anywhere from three dollars maybe up to ten dollars or or twelve dollars but like if the creators are only seeing two to eight cents in the back end yeah like a, a big issue is uh, ad load must be very low 
against this content. Again, not having the experience of looking at the CPMs of TikTok, but I'm 100% sure that uh, those $8 are, are based on uh, monetized views. It doesn't account yes, for yes. all the views that are not monetized, Oh, right? yes. Yeah, that's fully yeah, just yeah. where the ad showed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm assuming, uh, uh, well, I'll have to start looking into that and see how we can isolate the, the monetized, not monetized views. In, in, yeah, uh, on, on, we're uh, gone on down a rabbit hole. Sorry, Carlos. <laughs> it's all good. I think this is, I think, I, you know, I'm a big fan of podcasts and I like podcasts that have like straight up discussions and um, uh, that are very l- much less about uh, promoting something or just, you know, like reading off a book type of situation. So yeah. I, lo- I love lively discussions and sort of like, you know, bouncing off ideas. Uh, and I often get, I, I often get into calls with old colleagues and, uh, we start talking about the industry and things that happen and then we get into a tangent. Next thing you know, you're an hour in and you're like, Oh yeah. crap, we haven't talked about anything, <laughs> anything yeah, yeah. business wise. So I can I, I really enjoy those conversations. That, that's what I want this podcast to be, you know, sort of a, a lively discussion. And obviously we're going to have guests within our networks. Uh, uh, we're going to diversify. Obviously we talk a lot about YouTube, but you know, I haven't bought ads in a couple of years, but like I, uh, I still used to buy, uh, I was running an agency with my wife uh, a couple of years ago. So I was back into that ecosystem. Oh, cool. So, you know, I'm always interested to see how the technology is advancing or retracting because I don't know with all the, the new rules now, right. I think the wild west of the advertise of the digital advertising space is starting to get a little bit reined in yeah. uh, with its tracking systems, right? And again, we, we're, I don't want to deviate into that conversation, but I think this will be a great future conversation to yeah. have uh, as as we uh, as we build out the podcast. I think we're going to just leave it at that. We're going to keep an eye out as to where the shorts are going. Yeah. We'll give you updates whenever we see news. In this podcast description, we'll put a couple links of the things we're looking at. There's uh, a couple updates from Dennis on LinkedIn that he posts these great insights on what he sees and uh, a couple of colleagues in the ecos- in the ecosystem that we we read and follow that you know give great advice that we'll put some links in the description of this podcast below. We're trying to figure out a little bit of uh, how people can get in touch with us right now, but essentially I'm going to reboot the Video Insiders Twitter handle uh, for now, and then, uh, figure out, you know, what's the best, uh, next steps. Maybe we'll create a discord. <laughs> no, I don't think anybody cares enough to d- join a discord. Double check if my video insiders email still works and, uh, all that sort of stuff to figure out what the next is. But anyways, well, we'll still put links to our profiles in the, in the description of the show. If anybody wants to just, you know, connect with us, we're on LinkedIn. I'm Carlos Pacheco. This is Dennis Crunchell. You pronounce it because I always have yeah. the English. It's it's uh, it's basically like crush L. So crush L. Yeah. But then Crushel. you say it really fast. Crushel. Crushel. Yeah, it's actually Gaelic for Russell. Yeah. That's awesome. It's true. Yeah. You're in Ireland, right? I'm in London. Yeah. Oh, so, you're in London. Yeah, but you're yeah, Irish. Yeah. Yes, I am. So oh, I've lived I, in London love- for 13 years now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I've been to Ireland three times. I love it. I love it's it good. So it's good. It's it's. I'm 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 Portuguese descent, but for some reason I have like a love for Celtic, for Ireland, for Scotland. Nice. For some reason I just love that area so much. Yeah. I would move there in an instant. Yeah. Anyways, get get into a, a tangent. So thanks for joining us. Hopefully you'll subscribe and follow us and see of our adventures. And uh, obviously reach out to us if you have any ideas and if you want to have a discussion with us. We'll gladly take you up on it. Yeah. Have a good one. Thanks, everyone. Bye.